Hey, y'all. Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm your host, Hope Cook. I created this podcast to help women who have amazing careers on paper and yet something is missing. You're feeling out of alignment or directionless. Maybe you're no longer motivated or excited about how you spend your days. On top of all that, I'm guessing you feel guilty because you're not more grateful for your job. And maybe you even wonder how you can possibly keep going doing this for another 10, 15, or 20 years when you can barely make it through Wednesday. Let me tell you, I've been there. After 20 years with a rewarding career as a physician assistant, I could not figure out what was wrong with me. I felt pulled in a new direction, but didn't know what that was. A series of books and conversations led me to a life-changing decision to cut way back on my day job and become a life coach. My passion became helping other women figure out what it is they want to do and map out a path to get there. So listen weekly for tips and tools you can use to chart your own journey. How many of you have felt angry about how your life is going right now? You know, most of you tell me you're stuck and I go through periods where I'm stuck too. And along with that stuckness can come anger. Like, why am I in this situation? And we want to blame other people. We've talked about that before. But I wanted to talk talk today about what is underneath that anger. Um, Our therapist for one of our kids used to have beanbags in her office. One of them was, um, had an angry face on it. And then she had other beanbags with um, little button like yarn faces on them. There was a sad one. There was a confused one, a a scared one. And she would always take the angry beanbag and she, because we would tell her stories about how this kid would get angry and like pitch a tantrum. And she would have us sort of go back over what was happening before that and what was underneath the anger. So if you're at a point in your job situation, or maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's your just being around your kids, um, where you feel really angry, then I want you to look underneath that and see what's under the anger. Is it fear that things will always be this way? Is it sadness that um, you're disappointed because your relationship with whoever is not what you thought it would be? Or, yeah, fear that you took this job and that now what are you going to do? Are you going to spend the next 20 years here not being happy? Um, My therapist has a good exercise that's similar to this beanbag thing. She says, when you feel super angry, write it out, like just curse on the paper, write whatever. I used to do this as a teenager, and I found that notebook years later, and I was shocked at how angry I was. But it's so good for you to write it out because, as she says, when you're writing it out, you are not the part of you who's angry. You are a different part who's writing it down. Does that make sense? So when you're, when there's an angry part of you, if you're able to step back and write it down, write like, I am so pissed that blah, blah, blah you're not, um, you're sort of becoming the one who's writing about the angry part. So it puts a little space between you and the part of you who's angry. 
So you write it all out. And then she says, you second page, you write what's underneath the anger. Like, is it sadness? And you write all about like, why I'm so sad. Um, the third page, you get curious and you write out like, I wonder why. And then you sort of investigate as if you were a dear friend who's able to ask you like, what was going on there? What do you think was um, behind all that? So I'll give you an example of um, from my own life, because I like to be totally honest. Um, Saturday, Chase and I were going to make homemade pasta because we learned how to do it in Italy. And so we had plans to do that on Saturday night. And Saturday morning, something had his goat. That's an expression. I don't know if it's in all parts of the country, but something was on his mind. He was stewing about something and it had nothing to do with me, but um, he had something on his mind and he was very snappish with me about something I'd left laying around, you know, like didn't clean up my coffee mess or I don't even remember what it was, but um. I walked away so I didn't get involved in that. I was like, yep, that's his energy, not mine. I'm going to walk away. So I did. And then I stewed on it all day. And then by the time it, it was time to make pasta, I was like pissy and just, I don't even want to be around you right now because I hadn't processed it. So if you're, and this would lead to resentment. So over time, if you're in a relationship or a job situation and you're dealing with a lot of anger, anger is going to lead to resentment. And it's really hard to heal from resentment. If you've been in a job situation where you resent your boss or you resent your coworkers or your office manager, you know that once you get into that cycle, it is really hard to come back from it. Because your entire energy is devoted to this bad situation and you're not going to be able to see the good in it. It's so hard to shift your mindset after that. So use that writing exercise or if you need a visual, think about the bean bags with the faces on them and see what's underneath the anger. So how did it wrap up with the pasta situation? Well, I... Uh, not good, you know, I pouted and stewed on it some more and ruminated and had this whole story in my head. So if you are angry, um, say the story in your head. The story in my head is that you don't care about me or whatever. And it's even when you say it out loud, it sounds kind of dramatic and you hear yourself and you're like, ha, she's a drama queen. And it sort of puts some humor in it, but it also allows you to hear those crazy thoughts that are in your head. Um, so yeah, I kind of ruined Saturday night because I was, the story in my head was that he'd already ruined Saturday night. Um, it's like I talked about with the pickpockets in Italy or the people who scam you, like you're getting scammed twice if you allow it to ruin your trip. And it was the same thing with this situation with making pasta. I was like, he was ruined our pasta making. But I was the one who was ruining it because of my story in my head. Um, we were at, I had to plan this like fifth grade spirit event at the park. And I tried to come up with fun games to play. And I didn't really come up with a ton of fun games, but we did come up with Red Rover. 
They don't allow kids to really play Red Rover now because, you know, you could break an arm or something. But back in the day, Red Rover was one of the most fun games. And that's where you hold hands, you form two lines of kids, and you face each other. And the kids are all holding hands, two separate lines, and you say, Red Rover, Red Rover, send whoever right over. And so one line will pick usually the weakest kid, the tiniest kid, and then they'll try to break through the people holding arms. And they'll try to break through the weakest looking link. Um, if they break through, they get to take one of the people from that line back to their line. So the line who wins is the li longest line. Eventually, one person will be left standing on one side and the other side will be one long line. So the point of that is sometimes anger is like Red Rover, like especially in the workplace, we try to bring so-and-so right over. Red Rover, Red Rover, bring whoever right over. And you will... Um, present your case of why things aren't fair, or you will try to um, sort of be a pot stirrer. You know, you're like, yeah, and did you hear that so-and-so got to take an extra week of vacation and it didn't even count? Or um, did you hear that she now gets to come in at nine o'clock instead of eight o'clock? That's not fair. And so that's what I call anger red rover. So be really careful if you see other people doing that in your workplace or if you catch yourself doing that. I mean, I, I've done that before and it does not end well. I mean, there's no good that's going to come of that. Um, with the Red Rover game, my daughter has a broken foot. So she was one that they wanted her to come right over because you can't easily break through a bond with a broken foot. You can't run as fast. Um, and then I participated because there weren't enough kids. And I was pleased they didn't call me over. I used to get called over all the time when I was a kid because I was scrawny and couldn't break through anybody's arms. But as a grown up, they really didn't want me to come barreling through their arms. Um, how does your anger show up? So I've I'm fascinated with this because I read a book years ago. It was called Making Marriage Simple. And it explained that some people are turtles. Some people are volcanoes. I'm a turtle. The turtle doesn't really describe the anger, though. Turtle describes how I handle conflict. How I handle anger is more of like a maybe a tea kettle. So I will simmer, 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 think about it, brew on it, ruminate on it, and then just woo you know how a tea kettle will like let out that high-pitched like noise that's kind of how I am my husband's more of a volcano so he will like erupt and that's how my daughter is she will erupt all over the place um and you may have a different reaction but I want you to be very aware of how you feel building up to that anger and you know it's there I mean in hindsight we can all see it like yeah my daughter even Saturday, she said, why are you so angry? Like this was in the middle of the day when I didn't think I was angry. I thought I had walked away from conflict and that I was doing just fine. But she noticed, I guess, tenseness on my face. I don't know. But she said, why are you so angry? And in hindsight, I was like, actually, I am angry. Um, if you can start noticing this with your job, it's going to make it a lot easier to handle it. So first, I want you to notice like in your body, where have you been having persistent 
pain or discomfort or tension because that's a clue. Like it may even be somewhere random, like your big toe has been killing you for days or your neck has been really stiff, but that's a clue that something is off. And then ask yourself, like, is this anger? Is it disappointment? Is it sadness? Is it fear? And sort of get to the bottom of what's going on there. Um, my friend Elizabeth is a life coach and she recently spent nine days. I cannot imagine being in a workshop for nine days. And it was with a lady called Byron Katie. So Byron Katie's whole deal is thought work. So you question your thoughts. She wrote a book called Loving What Is, which is really good. So if you find yourself stuck, chances are your thoughts are I would say part of the problem, Elizabeth said after going to that workshop that 100% of the time our unhappiness is due to our thoughts, not our circumstances. It's due to our thoughts about our circumstances. And I, th I think that probably is true. I'm not enlightened enough that I can like do that or see that all the time. But um, Byron Katie has worksheets on her website where you can, it's, I think they're called Judge Your Neighbor. So it'll ask you like, who are you mad, who or what are you mad about or have a strong emotion about? And then it asks you to like dump all the reasons why this person, why you're so mad or why this person's wrong. And then it has you go through and question those thoughts. And this is a really good exercise. So if you if you want more information or if you want me to actually go through this with you, um, we can definitely set that up. Um, there are also people in your life who love a good fight. They love fire. They love when you're mad. They want to be part of it. They, it's like they throw gasoline on it. Have you ever been around somebody like that who's like, oh, tell me all about it, sister? Like those people are, you got to watch out because you're already angry and that's like a fire and they're really throwing fuel on it. If you think about anger though, as a burning, a burning can be a spiritual gateway for new growth. I didn't make that up. That's from a podcast I was listening to recently. They were talking about how I don't know if they were referring to anger, but anytime something burns down or is on fire, you can think of it as like a, a gateway for growth um, if you can heal from it. So you got to do the work. You got to find a good therapist or a coach. We went to a, um, a movie recently and it was on longleaf pine trees. So years ago, like probably 150 years ago, Georgia was covered in longleaf pines. And there are very few stands of longleaf pine trees left. But what would happen is there was a whole habitat, animals and birds and just different creatures that lived in these forests. And they, they cut them down to make houses and all kind of wood products. Um, but every year, the forest would burn, part of the forest would burn. And this burning process, it would start with lightning or I don't even know what, but it was natural and it would create new growth for stronger trees. So it would burn down the old ones 
that were that needed to be come down that had beetle damage or whatever and then new trees would grow and so it created the strongest wood and it created a, ha- a new habitat for new creatures um and your anger is kind of like that so check in with yourself like are you angry and if so what are you angry about and what's underneath the anger um, a lot of times your anger may do be due to unmet needs. My son has this new musical instrument that is driving me insane. It's called an ocarina. And it I think he bought it for $10. It's like this little handheld flute. And it he blows it and I want to kill him. And so the other night I blew up and I'm like, Hope, what is your unmet need? And it was like, I need space. I need to get away from these kids. (laughs) Um, I blew up at the dog too. And that was an anger situation where I was yelling at the dog. I would have been so embarrassed if any of y'all had heard me, but I was like, shut up, shut up. I'm sick of you. (laughs) I mean, just lost my marbles over this dog barking. And my daughter was like, what the heck mom? But what was my need? Like, I don't want to take care of anybody for that, you know, afternoon. I just, I don't want to take the dog out. I don't want to take, um, I don't want to be an Uber driver for my kids. I need four hours to myself. So anyway, check in with yourself. If you have anger, what is the unmet need? And this also goes for if you have somebody in your life and you're like, what is wrong with them? I mean, they're always in a crabby mood or they snapped at me for no reason, or they just seem like they don't like me, or you've heard RBF, resting B-I-T-C-H face. Um, I mean, they could just have a face like that, but (laughs) they could also be angry. But don't just assume they're angry for no reason. I mean, look underneath it, like get curious. Instead of getting mad and snapping back at them, get curious. We had a lady who showed out at the front desk. This was years ago, um, but I remember hearing about her and she was so nasty to the girls up front and created a scene. And so um, our, I don't remember if it was our office manager or, or supervising physician, but anyway, he took her back and like got curious. So good for him. I mean, he got curious about what was going on with her. And it turns out her lifelong partner had taken his life like that week. And you just never know what people have going on. Um, I mean, I had a patient not too long ago who started confiding in me about how depressed she was. And she said she'd never told anybody. And she probably comes across as a very difficult patient, but you know, underneath all that, like she is hurting. She started telling me everything that's going on in her life. And it was, it would make me angry and depressed. Um, Thank y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right, if you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit 
Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one coaching. Or maybe you just want to talk and and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com. And schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So see you next week. And hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that.